Father, we thank you. Because you are a good God. That does only good things. We give you all the glory. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Lord, we have come today just to give you thanks. Just to give you praise. For only you are worthy to be praised. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Lord, as you go into your word, speak to our hearts in Jesus' name. Let your presence continue to be awesome in this place. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have praise. Let's have our seat. I'm loaded with testimony to the glory of God. Walking through this auditorium today, for the first time, we have to decline people from giving testimony. We have more testimony than we can accommodate. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now again, I will tell you one of them. You remember what God did in our midst on Sunday, on Friday? Again, today to the glory of God, God has added to us another baby girl. Have your heart together for Jesus, for it's worthy to be praised. And that is for the family of Brother Hilton and Sister Gold. And many other testimonies. But let's save that for another time. Today we have come to worship God. Open with me to Matthew 6, 25 to 33. Matthew 6, 25 to 33. I'm going to be speaking very shortly on the theme, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Because we are here to worship God, to transport us all to make the message very, very brief. Now, because I know, is there anybody here that does not have a Bible? Can you please wave your hand to Jesus? You don't have a Bible with you? Anybody here, you don't have a Bible? Can you please wave your hand, please, ushers? Give them Bible, please. Please, if you don't have a Bible, please raise your hand. Let the ushers can minister to you. That's a gift to you from the church. You don't need to return it. Praise the Lord. Now, Matthew 6, 25 to 33. I'm going to read from New Living Translation so that we can understand this scripture. It says that, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink, or enough clothes to wear. Is it life more than food, and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in birds. For your heavenly Father feeds them, and aren't you far more valuable to Him than they have? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet, Solomon, the richest man in his own day, in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. Verse 30. And if God cares so wonderfully for white flowers 
that are here today and are thrown into the fire tomorrow, He will certainly care for you. God will certainly care for you. If that looks like you say a word of Amen. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about this thing. Say, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above hell and live righteously. And it will give you everything you need. Verse 34. So don't worry about tomorrow. Tell your neighbor, don't worry about tomorrow. Turn to the next person beside you, don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow we bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Praise God. Now, when you read that in, your, in King James Version, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. With the short period we have, I'm going to try to analyze these scriptures. Seek ye first simply means do this first, not second not last. It means go after these before any other. It means give parity to this. Give your first parity in life to these. It means pursue these. Go after this with everything you have. Seek, seek, seek. Don't stop doing it. Until you make it to heaven. Seek ye forth the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and every other thing shall be added. If you remember the place we read, he said, Don't worry about clothing. Don't worry about the food. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about whatever it is. Only seek forth the kingdom of God. The truth is, Every man living on this earth, except those that are dead. <laughs> if you are dead, you cannot wear clothes. So if you know you are grateful for God, to God for making you still alive. Can I see you wave your hand to Jesus? Say, thank you for making me be alive. Hallelujah. Now, the truth is, every man has various needs that they seek after. People seek after money, after job, after fame. People want to have wives, husbands, children. People want to have cars. People want to, want to have mansions. People want to have better jobs. People want to get promoted. People want to have visas. People want to change their location. Various things. And people want God. You see, the old bond of what we need in life. But the Bible is saying, the one and the only primary need that you and I must seek for is the kingdom of God. Every other thing becomes secondary. In other words, God must be your number one 
in every decision you take, in every area of your life, where is the place of God? Have you taken the decision and not say, God, can you, can you confirm this place? Or you say, God, what must I do concerning this situation? Where do you want me to go? What path do you want me to follow? How much trust you put on God will determine whether you are truly, truly seeking in force or you are seeking in last. Why do I need to seek God first? Because God is the owner of everything. He's the only one that knows tomorrow before the start of today. Before He created the world, He knew you and I. And He created you and I in His own image. So why then do you worry? Why don't you seek Him first? In Psalm 50 verse 10, it says, For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. Everything in this world belongs to your God. So who are you supposed to seek first? God. Psalm 24 verse 1 says, The earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So everything you have, everything you have belongs to who? God. Everything you don't even have but exists in this world and you are seeking after them. They all belong to this God. So the smartest thing you can do is to seek after the owner of everything. But who are you seeking after? Who is your priority number one in your decision? Do you put God last or you put him second or fourth in your life? How do you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness first? I'll give you five and I will run through it quickly and we go ahead worshipping God. Number one, give your life to him. What do I say? Give your life to him. There was a man, he was a Pharisee, a leader of the Jew, called Nicodemus, in John chapter 3. He came to Jesus secretly, seeking Jesus. And when he asked Jesus, what must I do for me to truly get it in life, to enter this kingdom? What do I need to do, Master? Jesus said in verse 5. John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Except you are born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. So in other words, speaking God first means, give your life to Jesus Confess Him as your Lord and personal Savior. Tell Him, Lord, I have nothing. It is only you I have. Take the whole world from me. I will bring up to Jesus. Is your life in the hand of Jesus or your life is in your own hands? And you know the truth is, your life can actually not be in your hands. Is either your life in the hand of Jesus or in the hand of the devil? 
Because at the end, is either you go to heaven or you go to hell. Where is your life? Have you given your life to Jesus? Or you are still struggling with your life? Remember, He gave you that life in the first place. Have you given your life to Him? You say, how do I give my life to Him? You confess Him as the Lord, the personal Savior. Very shortly, we're going to be making altar call for people that want to respond to Jesus. That want to say, here I am, Jesus, I'm giving my life to you. If you are here, you are not born again, please, I want to begin to think now and give your life to Him. For that is the smartest thing you can do in your life. And I can assure you, you will never regret it. Number two, how do I seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness? You must have Him for the rest of your life. You must have Him in holiness, evils. The Bible says, follow peace with all men and holiness, with that which no man shall see the Lord. Which means, it is not enough you are saved, you must live a holy life. You must be winning souls for Him. You must be preaching the gospel. You must be doing everything that pleases the Lord in every area of your life. You must do things that make the devil to be angry with you. And God is happy with you. That's how to seek the Lord. Number three, how do I seek the kingdom of God first? Make God power number one in every area of your life. You want to take decisions? Go to Him first. Pray and fast about it. Then now go and take the decision. Let Him be the one to challenge the path of your life. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. How do I see God? Stop worrying. Be at peace in the Lord. That's number four. Stop worrying. Be at peace with the Lord. Romans 14, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness. Let's talk about holiness. Living a holy life, being right with God. And peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, when you read Philippians 4, 6 to 7, Philippians 4, 6 to 7, it says, Don't worry about anything. Can you please ever tell your neighbor again? Say, don't worry about anything. Because you are not a warrior. Tell him, you are not a warrior. (laughs) Praise God. Don't worry about anything. That is not me speaking. That is the Bible. Say, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will express God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guide your heart and mind as you live in Christ. King James says, you will express peace that is far beyond your understanding. When you seek Him first, by not worrying, but be at peace. 
Things are turning upside down around you. People are shouting. People are running up and down. People have carried fire. They're asking, is my name on the contract renewal list? Is my name going to be cancelled? Are they going to terminate my appointment? You are just at peace. Because you know you serve a God that holds the company himself. You serve a God that can turn the hand of any manager. You have a God that if any manager dare to do anything wrong against you, it can shut the mouth of that manager. Are you with me? That is the God you serve. So you want to get it in life? Seek God first. Finally, be joyful in the Holy Ghost. Be joyful in the Holy Ghost. Psalms 16 verse 11. It said, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Not half joy. Not three quarter joy. Not 99% joy. But what? Fullness of joy. Where do you get that? In the presence of God. That is why I pity people that don't come to church. And they think they can watch things on their TV. When things are happening, God is descending and do mighty things. You are busy selling. You are busy going up and down. In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. And at His right hand, there are pleasure forevermore. So you want to see God first. Consciously attract and dwell in His presence always. Live a life of praise, a life of thanksgiving, a life of worship. No matter what happened to you in First Thessalonians 5.18, say, in everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. When you praise and worship God, His presence comes down. All the other things that people run after, clothes, Whatever it is, money, job, visa, whatever it is. When you worship God, anything becomes possible for you. When you bring down the presence of God, your prayer gets answered speedily. When you worship God, the Bible says, for with God, nothing. Tell somebody, nothing. 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 Including your issue. It's impossible with God. I want to have Brother Ruby on the keyboard, please. And let the choir get ready. When you praise and worship God, your joy becomes full. In conclusion, I'd like you to be expectant today for what God is about to do. There are few times that God gives signs about what He wants to do. And today, God has given the sign that yes, I am set to do the miraculous in the midst of my people. So I'd like you to be expectant in your heart. As the choir will be ministering, I want you to focus on Jesus. Not on the choir, but on Jesus. That man told Peter, Peter told that man, says, silver and gold, we have not. But such as we have, we will give. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 
rise up and walk. Before you know it, the man jacked up and began to walk. I don't know what you are passing through here tonight. All God needs from you is expectation. Be determined that God, I'm not leaving this place. Can you play on the keyboard, please? I'm not leaving this place without that which I'm trusting you for. I'm not leaving this place without my expectation granted. You did not come here because of anybody. But you came here because of him. And expect a sudden visitation. In Luke 5, 17, the Bible says, As Jesus Christ was ministering, the power of God was present to heal. As the power will be ministering right now, the power of God will be doing mighty things. If you have any sickness in your body, God is going to heal it tonight. So I don't want you to miss that opportunity tonight. Be in the spirit and expect a touch from God. You know what we are saying? We are so confident of this. He has done it before. And I know he will do it again. A man that has been sick, impotent for 38 years, did not, Jesus did it within a second. A woman 12 years with issue of blood, the issue of blood clear off within a second. A man dead for four days. Jesus made him to rise. He said, Lazarus, come forth. So what is that issue you have? Can I have the choir please? What is that issue you have you think God cannot do? All you need to do is to trust Him. And He's ready to do that which concerns you. I want to bow your head and begin to pour your heart onto Him. What is it you want God to do for you? Why don't you go ahead and pour your heart to Him? Express your hunger for a solution. Express your hunger for God to touch you tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. James 4 8 said, Draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. The fact that you are here tonight, you have taken a step of drawing to Him. And I can assure you, His presence is here. So get ready for the fullness of joy. Get ready for the power of God to move in your life tonight. Your presence is heaven to me. Thank you, Lord, in all the earth. 
Shout in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Now I want to say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now you know why you are doing that? The Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, including that your challenge. So every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord. So where is that issue you are going to came for? He said everything on earth, in heaven, on earth, and underneath the earth, should bow to the name of Jesus. So I want to call the name of Jesus as if you made it. Say, Jesus! 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 Tonight, that name is going to fight on your behalf in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen! Let's start the instrument, please.
give you praise. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God is fighting for us. God is pushing back the darkness. The Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more again forever. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Our God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. Let your imagination run wide tonight. Because God will take you further than you could ever imagine. In the name of Jesus. He is able. Tell your neighbor. Come on, tell somebody. God is able. Say it like you mean it. God is able. Come on, shout it loud. God is able.
above all, to use me for his glory, to take me to the topmost top in life, to give me the best in life, 
to make me a true son of the kingdom that I am. Amen. I give myself away. I give myself away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I give myself away. Oh God, I give myself away.
Praise God. I know that there are some of us who still want a touch. It's a special night, so don't mind if we take one or two extra minutes. But if you want a touch, or you want any of the pastors or leaders to agree with you on any issue, you are free to come forward now. And then very quickly we agree together. And next victory night shall be your testimony. I didn't hear a loud amen. Let me hear a loud amen. So you are there. You want the man of God to agree with you on any issue. You can begin to come forward now. Amen. You can begin to come forward. Just begin to come. Let me ask the pastors and the leaders to come forward. Amen. And let's agree together. God is here. How many can feel His presence? His presence is awesome in this place. That's why I know your testimony is sure. Just come. Just come. Come to Jesus. Just come to Him. Come to the front and let's agree together. Let's agree together. Let me have the pastors and the leaders out here agreeing with you. And Jesus will step in. Your life and my life shall not be the same again. In the name of Jesus Christ. He touched me.
thousand reasons. Bless the Lord Almighty.
I'm a 
Father, you are worthy of praise. You are worthy to be honored. We thank you and we honor thee, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, you are wonderful. We say thank you tonight. Father, you are wonderful. This is a great night that you have given to us. This is a wonderful moment that you have been in your presence, God. Nobody has ever been in your presence and left the same. They have always been transformed into new people. They have always received something new to remember you for. Church, can you just celebrate? Just make cheerful noise to the Lord tonight. Father, we thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your holy name. We worship you, Lord. We exalt you tonight. He is a wonderful Father. He is a great God. Tell him how you love him. Jehovah Jireh, we love you. You're provided for our needs. Jehovah Shalom, behold the peace that you give unto us. Oh, Jehovah Rapha, we thank you for the divine healing that you have given to us tonight. Father, we bless your name. We thank you. You are the great Redeemer. You are Elohim to us tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. Father, I want to thank you in the name of Jesus Christ tonight for every soul that is gathered in this room. Father, I thank you sincerely that you have touched the lives of men in this place. We are all grateful, oh God. We thank you for the divine healing that you have poured upon this hall. Father, we thank you for the divine deliverance that you have given to many in this place. As we walk out of this place, Lord, we celebrate your presence. We celebrate your favor. We celebrate your favor upon your children. We thank you for the victory that you have given us. My Father, we thank you for the victory that you have given us, Lord. We want to enjoy every moment of that victory. We thank you and we bless you. Father, we thank you for the moment that we have been with you. It is difficult to find words to tell you thank you. But we indeed say thank you. Sincerely say thank you. For every soul that has been a witness to your purpose in this place. To every soul that has witnessed your favor to this church. We thank you, King of Glory. Father, as we leave this place, we want just to return glory and honor to you. Every man that has come to this place, we say thank you. To those that have joined us for the very first time, we say thank you. Father, meet them at their point of need. Every expectation, we thank you because you have met it, oh God. Every expectation that man came with, you have met it, oh God. And we thank you so much, oh God. Father, we give you glory. For the choir, we give you glory. We thank you for the worship, Lord. Thank you for the ministration in this place. Thank you for the coordination. It is not 
for granted that we are going to take it that way, Lord. We know you have been with us, Lord. Your purpose to deliver your people in this place. Your purpose to minister to needs in this church. And so we are grateful. Every man, as we leave this place, we pray that your divine favor shall be upon them. God, your hand shall be upon every member of this church. You shall reveal yourself in a new way in their lives. Those that have waited upon you for ages in this place, tonight shall be a night of a difference in their lives, oh God. Something new is going to happen in the lives of many. Men are going to experience the divine favor of God. The purpose of God is going to be fulfilled in the lives of people in this church. And we are glorifying you, God, because you are a true Father unto us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are praying. Let the church say, Amen. Let everybody say, Amen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and all the days of our life, we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Praise the Lord. I know it is difficult to move, but you have to move today. Praise the Lord. May it be well with you. Let the Lord bless you so much. Those that received Jesus Christ as their personal Savior tonight, let us just have two minutes with you. Remain behind for two minutes. We just want to have a special prayer with you as we release you.